Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way this autumn carnival by placing back and lay bets at Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Hello and welcome to the Betfair Edge, wherever you may be listening right around the country. 0499 736 736 to join the conversation. And it's all thanks to Betfair. Play your way this autumn carnival by placing back and lay bets at Betfair. And as always, just imagine what you could be buying instead. Miles Fitzner with you as I'm joined by the Baron of Betfair himself, Mr. Tom Haylock. Hello, mate. Hello, Miles. Hello to all the listeners out there. It's time to shine. Day one of the championships. Day one. Bendigo um, <laughs> racing. Feels like a byproduct when you say it like that, Bendigo. isn't it? It's good. good day good one of the championships. Bendigo. Bendigo. But <laughs> Bendigo's it, a good meeting. We've got it? AFL, NRL, Australian Grand Prix all happening. Tune in for the next hour because we're going to dissect plenty. Hopefully find a few winners. Bit of education. We've got an interview. Um, can't wait to get stuck into it, Miles. Yeah, neither can I. Um, I'm looking forward to the show. <laughs> Sounds like it. No. <laughs> I'm I'll, looking well, forward to, to the, the show. show. I wanted just to touch on the, the Bendigo card. It's, it's normally a, a good little meeting, um, the Golden Mile and, and the Guineas. It is a good meeting, and it's. I went a couple of years ago when it was a great day out. I've had, I, I think I've run second. I, this is, you know when sometimes a race just sticks with you? Yes. I think the last two years I've run second in the Golden Mile at double figures. The last two years. And I feel like I was a McAvoy runner last year and a Hayes runner the year before. Mm. There you go. Yeah. I should look that up. Can we look up the last two Golden Mile top threes? Yeah. I can do yeah. Can you pull that up For at sure. some point when yeah. we talk about it? Hey, um, I want to kick this away. I've got a, I've got a little bit for this, I think. really noticed that the start of that song is he's essentially asking someone to lay down with him. <laughs> I haven't noticed that either. Yeah, it's why don't we lay down for a while? Oh, yeah? Yeah, what? So, but the lay-bin. Makes sense. The lay-bin. Um, You're coming I, in hot. I am. I am. There's one thing during the week that I saw everywhere on all my social media feeds. I saw it pop up. I saw it pop up on news.com. Then it came up on... Like on you know your feeds, your sponsored posts like pedestrian and all those just like junk, you know, clickbait, Yahoo, you know, those sort of things. <laughs> yes. You know, tempers flare over at Adelaide Football Club oh, training. Oh, get in the now, bin. Now, now they've played this, they've got footage. Now, now this is I haven't even looked, I haven't even bothered oh, to click on this. Like to show you how slow I mean and, and we're not guilty of this because we're not part of the media, we're form analysts, right? <laughs> So we're, <laughs> we're not part of the media. This was the biggest joke of a story I've ever seen. So they showed some footage, you know, um, that, that they're having tense words between Walker and Rochelle, right? Yes. Now, I'm thinking, geez, if there's been a big tackle. He's dumped him. Rochelle's got up and pushed him. Or, like, there's actually something in it, you know, that may be just worth watching. But still, still, I mean, the media love nothing more than a story about a blue at training. Yep. Now, unless it's Satantaro Halpin kicking cloak straight up the backside, it happens all the time. It happened at my footy clubs. It would have happened at your footy clubs. You, when you you run out, you're competitive, you clip someone. I got knocked out at training once and got up and wanted to remonstrate, but I didn't know who it was or where I was. But, <laughs> but anyway, Walker, they show the footage. I'm thinking, geez, what's this? Rochelle leads towards the pocket. 
Walker doesn't honour the lead at training. At training. Yes. And Rochelle throws his head back a little bit in disgust and just sort of jumps. You know how he jumps like, oh, you know, you should have kicked it to me. Now, then Don't the, tell me that's it. That's it. Then the footage cuts to Walker and Rochelle having a conversation and Rochelle pleading his case as to why he should have kicked it to him and Walker pointing saying, you know, you know, whatever the lip reading, well, I'm electing to go back inside. You know, this is how we're set up or whatever. No tensions, no push and shove, no jumper punches, no scrap, no nothing. Now, this story went everywhere. It did set. It went everywhere. This is disgusting, Miles. I could not. If I went to my, like, Facebook now and I typed in Taylor Walker, you have you done? Have you not seen this? It's the biggest joke. I don't joke. want to warrant the clickbait, mate. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to warrant the clickbait. It it was on every single news thing I could genuinely find. Tensions boil over at Crows training during the oh, week. Get in the lay bin. Uh, like unbelievable. Dead set. Like it, it's it's the biggest joke. I, I think Fox even ran it. News dot com ran it. News dot com dot au. Yep. Yeah, get. In the absolute, like, not the small bin, not the one at work without the lid. Walk outside your building, open up the skip, and get inside and never, ever, ever see the light of day again. <laughs> Just an absolute joke. Like, do they think people are idiots? They like, do. really? They do. We're, the supporters and AFL fans are not stupid people. Now... Yes, I agree. Are we just, done with that? No, just on that. was on the Crows too and you're not even fired up. Just, Unbelievable. Just on that, Miles, Foxtel and Fox Footy and Seven, the TV rights deal, what is it, $4.5 billion? Yeah. $4.5 billion. They can't fly someone to Adelaide to cover the showdown. They're not flying anyone to no, Adelaide? No. No one. They're calling it from the TV here in Melbourne. No way. Yes. That's, that is $4.5 billion. It's so, a $100 flight. So who have they? They'll have a boundary rider there, don't won't they? I think probably Mark Rashido will be there. Yeah. So and then the same with Seven. What do they do? They run sodas on the boundary, don't they? Possibly. Mark Soderstrom. Yes. Yes. Possibly. So, but no one from Fox Footy is over watching the showdown. Get in the four point five billion dollars, and they're taking the uh, supporters for granted there. That is a lay for me. It. Um. I'm, I'm staggered at. Four point five billion. It's the disdain. It's the disdain for the consumer, who are the people it that is. it matters. It's the we are not. We're supporters, and we love it. Get I'm a to the ground. Call the game as it is being played, not from a TV. Uh, I've got a lay bin too. Yes, um, Brian Taylor's in the lay bin. <laughs> What's the background? I haven't seen these videos. I'm not going in, but Brian Taylor's fair to come in the lay bin. Is Jason Bonington on the backboard for his words? Uh, look, I probably won't condone. I won't. I, condone I haven't that. listened to him. To be fair, I think I just, he went. Yeah, but, but he like, had your back. And now, full credit, I'll give Jay Bon. <laughs> so I didn't know anything about it, but apparently I've copped the rinsing. Kane's even copped it too, but. Kane copped We've it done, too from BT. Now, the, now the great Geordie Keneilis was actually in the studio next door to us yes. right now. We were in the box together. Next, I'm going to get. I've got to speak to him about this. Next after. door, to, next door to to, to um, another station. But I've walked past. I've said good day to BT. He's then gone in at the start of their call and said that someone's essentially had the gall to say hello to me that I don't know who he is. He's done the yes. Um, he call you the work experience kid, is that right? 
And then he and then he proceeded to call us the TAFE callers next door, the group from TAFE, and then referred to me as the work experience kid. So, um, you're yeah. in the lab in BT. He'll find out one day. He'll find out one day. But BT, get in the bin. In the bin. That's all it's, I'm going to say on it. It's disappointing because oh. you've got to start somewhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. He he would have been a budding young caller at some stage too. Um, I'm I'm. It didn't bother me that much, but it, geez, I, I didn't realise I copped the rinsing through the call. That was a bit. That I was a bit like, geez, must be a lot to talk about game wise. Anyway, bit of fun. But I'll, I'll, have something, I'll have something back for him at some stage. Can I have a listen to that, please, off air? You can. You can have a listen to it off. Um, thank you. I um just one other thing, and I mentioned this on Layback with Betfair. Tune in as you joined us. You hosted. We covered the. The full meetings at Bendigo and, and Randwick. But the BCCI, that's in the lay bin. They've upgraded the third pitch to at Indoor. There was 462 runs fell in the first fell. 462 runs in the first three innings, 30 wickets at 15. And the BCCI have just come in and said, no, um, we're not having this pitch rated poor. So it's been upgraded to below average. Now, get in the lay bin. Yeah. So I don't... The ICC, come is, on. Is that just flexing the muscle? It is. It's just, don't you know who we are to the ICC and they've just upgraded the pitch. It was it was a great pitch to watch cricket. I loved it. I was watching every ball like it was um, the best match on earth. But, gee, the pitch was bad. First ball, it turned about right angles. Anyway, BCCI have just come in and said, don't you know we run cricket? Uh, I'm going to run the gauntlet here. Oh, Back, backboard. Yes, the rumours circling that Norwood should become the 20th AFL team or that are putting in a bid to become the 20th AFL team, backboard. Now, you're backing this. After Tasmania come in, which we want, I'm I'm big. They are, I would argue, that I'd, I'd like to find a, a, a more organised, better organised, better set up um, cl- club outside of the AFL than Norwood, the, anywhere in the country. Now, the sample has established itself as the... Don't know what that was. um, Established itself as the greater competition outside of the AFL. And and we see that from where the players are getting drafted from, majority of them with the the mid-season draft and bits and pieces. Uh, The players themselves, if any supporters want to get on their high horse here and say, no, the VFL or the Waffle, go and ask the players who, who... we know plenty. I know plenty. Guys like Nick Rokar, there's a stack of them that have gone. James Cheetis, these guys have gone to the SANFL to get drafted in the AFL because it's, because it's the best competition outside of the AFL. There is no argument about that. But Norwood, the only ground in, in Australia outside of the AFL with full LEDs right around the ground. Their membership system, their brand new redevelopment. You're with not their, a Norwood supporter, are you? Oh, no, well, I'm a Norwood and I'm a North Adelaide supporter. Right. Have been, and it, look, I like the Eagles. Dan Menzel, Wessington Zone. I'm not. A, I'm not a. I did a lot for Norwood, but I've got no connection to the club. Them? I, no, I called it. I called it the ground. I didn't call for them. Ah, okay. I did. I did a show for them. Ah, right. But they, James Fantasia, and, and right from the top, experience it at AFL level and a lot of it. I'm backing that. Why not? The, the, the other club's got to come from... It can't come in Melbourne. It's not going to come up in... Well, Tasmania's going to get it. Yeah, but then outside of that, it'd have to be Perth or or um, or Adelaide. Now, Darwin 
and can't support one, and neither can Canberra because Do they we don't. We need more teams, Miles. Well, if you've got 19, you have to have 20, yeah, you mate. you should. Well, you could have another buy. It, it'll be 20. I'm backboard. I'm not saying it's on. Chris Dittmar said the rumours were circulating during the week, but backboard oh, been a bit big time. They're, they're, they're ready to go. They're, they'd be more ready to go, I'd put it this way, they'd be more ready to go if even if they were five years behind a new team anywhere else. 20 is a lot of teams. Anyway, yep, fair enough. I have no argument. Anything else for the lay-bin or backboard? Uh, oh, oh lay-bin, um, I'm thunderstruck off the operating table. Oh, it's awful news. Don't, yeah. Don't That's, what? I was going to say, don't bring the mood down. That's um, Well, it's, it's. I, I mean... It, it's very sad. As much and as everyone's very sad, but I mean, fluorescent star the other week. Let's, I'm big on every, if you lose a horse, you lose a horse. Now, whether you've won 8 million or whether or not you you win at a 58, the, the strappers and the people involved with those horses... Don't love them any more or any less. Yeah. So, so I'm obviously labing on what happened, but but I'm saying let's make a deal out of. So golf is it golf of Artemis Temple of Artemis during the week Temple of Artemis. Yeah. Well, it was fluorescent star for um, Amy Nashiagi recently, wasn't it? Fluorescent star. Yes. Yep. yep. No, it's been it's been pretty pretty sad week, obviously, with a few breakdowns and. Um, we don't need that in the industry, and it's very upsetting for all involved, for sure. Um, and also, one more, uh, yeah, people that take go-karting too seriously, uh, Laby. Who? Name some names. Oh, I can't name names. But Why not? Geez, a, a few people that just thought... You can name names. I went to a promotional event during the week, and I can't name names. But I went to a promo event <laughs> during the week. You can name names. And I raced in go-karts, which I shouldn't have done, because my arm now was dead set, I can't lift it. Um, what happened to your broken elbow? Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> trying to dr- steer a cart. All my left side from trying to drive one, essentially one-handed. But, um, yeah, oh, a few people took that a bit seriously. Go karts. Get in. Relax. <laughs> All right. Let's get scissors of some racing after the break, I reckon, mate. All right. Oh, jeez. Can't wait. Do you want to press the buttons? Yeah, we should. No, no, no. Do you want to press uh, the buttons? You should, though. Maybe we should get into some racing after the break. Good chat. <laughs> <laughs> Miles. Let's move it along a little Miles, bit. <laughs> Miles Fitz to Tom Haylock. This is the Betfair Edge. You can find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way and imagine what you could be buying instead. Back in a moment. Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Well, welcome back to the Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. Play your way this autumn carnival while placing back and lay bets at Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Hey, a little bit of a change of, of, of tack, Tommy, is we're going to talk New Zealand um, horses, how they perform, because we're seeing a few also in the derby. Just going to get an expert's point of view, Miles, because obviously there's New Zealand horses we've seen in Peritres, Prowes. Proud West, I can't even talk. Legato, and then we got four in the derby on Saturday at Ramwick, so I can't wait to bring in the next guest. Yeah, and our next guest is New Zealand Racing broadcaster and expert, Aidan Rodley, who joins us on the line. Hello, Aidan. Yeah, hi, Miles. How's things? Uh, yep, pleased to be joining you. Hey, uh, Aidan, let's start with, um, I want to start with probably Prowess and Imperatrice rather than Legato. We'll get to that in a moment, but... Did either of those two shock you how dominant they were or was that an expectation from a New Zealand perspective? 
Oh, when we saw Imperatriz go across and be installed favourite in an Australian sprint race, then obviously we we had uh, sort of pretty high hopes that she'd perform up to her New Zealand form. She is high class. She's won, what, 13 of 19 now, and she went over in really good form. Mark Walker's just tweaked her training in recent times that have just taken the jockey off her back and, and a lot of her track work using the treadmill and, and the swimming pool is as sort of training tools, and she's just responded to that. She's uh, she's as sound as she's ever been, and we know she's always had the ability. And it was great to see her run up right up to her best New Zealand form to be winning that race, which which was great. And Brad West, we just didn't know. Uh, we expected that from her, but obviously it's, it's a little bit harder because the Australian uh, three-year-old fillies forms are less exposed to us. Uh, but really nice to see her bringing her best form uh, you know, she's been top class right from her debut when she won by nine lengths in Maiden Company. Uh, she'd beaten the best of them uh, in Wait for Age Company, which, you know, was decent form with her Campionessa, who was luckless uh, in running seconds, gone on to run a, a really close-up sixth in the Australian Cup as well. So the, the form seems to be holding up really well, which is encouraging, especially here at this derby. Uh, Legato uh, came over and, and got it done as well. C- can you remember in your time a more dominant patch in big races from Kiwis, like from a, a multitude of horses? Because well, I'm only young, but I can't remember a spread of horses like this in big races in a small pocket like this. Yeah, maybe five or six years ago, we had um, Murray Baker and Andrew Forsen with a with a, a, a decent sort of lot of horses around, sort of the Mongolian Khans and Turn Me Loose, and and some of the good young horses that they had running around in, in, in derbies and things at the time. Um, yeah, obviously there was some some okay periods for us, but it's obviously it's a it's a bit of a renaissance for us, uh, just being able to to come back and and have a, a really good lot of horses. Uh, and then not only with these four heading around in, in the derby, but a decent chances that then next weekend as well, when we'll have uh, the New Zealand Oaks winter, winner, uh, Penny Wicky coming across for the Oaks. You've got the Levante heading around in, in the Coolmore. Uh, and then we may even have the Sydney Cup horses after after this weekend as well with Asterix uh, going across and being in the chairman. And, and not without the without chances when we've seen him hitting the line really nicely and behind Prowess and Campionessa last time out as well. Aiden, just on that, and Miles raises a good point, are the New Zealand horses and the, and the crop you're sending over better than previous years, or is it a more of a reflection on the Australian horses, do you feel? I think we are probably a little bit better, and a lot of that may be around the COVID stuff, that we weren't able to export so many horses, so there's been a few hung on to, uh, although I don't know if that applies to the three-year-old crop. You know, The three-year-olds have normally gone over and, and been really competitive, especially the fillies. Uh, but this time round, you know, Prowess is really high class. Legato is really high class. Um, and obviously, Sharp and Smart, he might be just one out of the box. The other three that are in the derby are, are, are typical sort of New Zealand horses that we've sent over in the derby in, in you know, the last decade or so. Um, but, you know, it's just whether that draw hinders Sharp and Smart or not, because he's clearly the yardstick. Uh, we've got some really nice up-and-comers. Uh, certainly, Mark Twain was very good. And uh, the word from the Roger James Robert Wellwood camp was that uh, his work on Saturday morning was better than Pinarello's leading into his Queensland Oaks win, uh, Queensland Derby win, should I say, last preparation, so last year. So uh, that's a good sign for a horse who was, you know, closing in the best sectionals of, of the New Zealand Derby and taking ground off sharp and smart. But 
uh, there's a case to say he was toying with them in in the uh, in the New Zealand Derby, and we know his previous form, you know, Spring Champion Stakes in Sydney. So he's done it travelling. He's run second in a Victorian Derby when he maybe was just one run too far. Uh, so we know he's got the quality, and he and he can cope with the travel as well. Do you think? Um, yeah, let's talk about that derby. You've got four in the race. Obviously, you mentioned Sharp and Smart. He's an absolute star. He was beaten by Manzois in that derby, the Vic Derby. Do you think? You just touched on it then. Was it one run too many, or is he is he better than that? He was fantastic there, but just found Manzois one better. Um, so there's that question, and then is he the pick from the four? He's definitely the pick of the four. It's just the draw. That's the one concern. Uh, he is definitely a better horse than what he was in the spring. You'd say that Manzois might be as well. Uh, he just um, maybe just knocked off late in that derby, and it was at the end of a long preparation. And don't forget, he'd, he'd won... The gloaming, which had been put back a few days on a on a really testing wet track, instead of going two weeks, two weeks going in, he was going, uh, I think, sort of ten days into the spring champion stakes, which was a real gut buster. He had to really fight and and come from behind to win that, and then go down to to Victoria and and, and run such a game race in the Victorian Derby. Uh, so you know he had his excuses for defeat that day, but he was still very brave. He's just such an athlete. He, he's one of the best three-year-olds, I think, we've had uh, certainly the staying horses for some time. He's won a weight for age leading into uh, that derby win, which was terrific, and he's travelled over there okay. It's been a long three-year-old season for him, and this will be his third derby of the year as well, but uh, he just might be one out of the box. He looks an absolute star and a solid push there from Aidan Miles. Um, just quickly, you mentioned Sydney Cup and Oaks. Um, have you got a pick for us in the coming couple of weeks? Yeah, well, Asterix is very good. He's had his foot problems over the years, but New Zealand Derby win showed that he was a horse of really high class. Uh, this has been a race that's been picked off by Wilkes' stables before. They won it with uh, with Charles Road or Sir Charles Road, as he was known in Australia. So well, he was very close to doing it if he, if he didn't win it. Uh, so they've had um, certainly participation in that race before, and he looks as though he's, he's getting there at the right time. Uh, Levante, we've heard that Damien Lane will take that ride. That's only just come out from King Kelso this morning. Uh, him and Bev are flying over there today. Uh, he's really happy with the, the way that she's progressed. And, and her form is up with the best of them. You know, they could have gone to a Doncaster and potentially been competitive, but this is a better race. Uh, Mustang Valley goes around in Doncaster on her very best form. If there was any rain around, especially... Uh, she'd be some sort of hope, and yeah, Penny Wicky goes over there with a, a really good New Zealand Oaks win uh, under her belt. So you've still got some uh, some, some some decent horses to, to play out over that carnival. And just to say uh, what we'll see from maybe Sharp and Smart if he wins this, might see him in the Queen Elizabeth, and wouldn't that be great just to measure him against you know a couple of the, <laughs> the, the best weight for age horses in the world. Aidan, appreciate your time jumping on, mate. Best of luck with uh, some of these Kiwis. Uh, I, I don't mind you taking the distance money, but when you start taking the sprint money, we're going to start to worry, <laughs> I reckon. Uh, hey, yeah, thanks, thanks for jumping on, mate. We'll chat again soon. You're all the best, boys. Cheers. Aidan Rodley there, uh, New Zealand racing broadcaster, and uh, it was good insight there into the Kiwi horse. It gives us a leg in here. Do you want to go straight to the derby, Tommy? Yes, let's do it. Let's go to the derby. Well, and let's get into it. Playing the stinger or no time for that? Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 Kenny, yeah, yeah. come on, mate. Come on, don't, don't you put me under the gun here, and you put me so much under the gun that it's disappeared. You got to know when the whole. Right, shut up, Kenny. Right. <laughs> Who are you with in the derby, mate? 
Race nine, the uh, last of the four group ones. Two, uh, I'm, I'm taking an each way play and I'm having, I'm taking on sharp and smart. I know Aiden won't like that. Ooh, Too short for me. Had to do a tough. Gate 17 this time. Uh, there are two horses in here I like. Man's always will be the only, well, was the only um, horse uh, modern day. Jeez, I'm going to get that. I'm going to butcher that. I'll leave it. Man's always <laughs> has done it. <laughs> You know what I was going to say? Is there any horse in the modern era um, when he won the derby in that prep? Um, Right. Manzois each way and Pericles. Just put it that way. I think Pericles would be right for this too. So they're going to be the two. The major play will be Manzois each way. Probably Manzois to place at $4. Um, Obviously Pericles and Sharp and Smart. But I think we're getting a good price bet, Pericles. I'm happy to be with Sharp and Smart. I think he's an absolute star. He's the best horse in the race, and he can win this. Uh, I, all I needed to hear from Aiden was that he's a better horse now than he was in the spring. It's a big Porsche. He ran second um, in a derby when he had four runs and, and probably had enough. Um, he'll be very, very hard to beat and happy to be with him. Righto. Where do you want to go now? Do you want to go back to... Let's start with number one. Right. Number one. Race one. I'll keep it short and sweet. Yeah, you can do the talking. through some of these. Right. Introducing and Godfather. $9 and $12. Um, Godfather gets Purton on, and he is the Godfather. They're the two I like. Three and four, both. That you're going to get double figures, both. Surprise, Libertad open so short. Getting out to a better price now. I'm happy to be with him on top. He won very well. He tried nicely prior to that debut win. He's on top. Barber, oh, just probably under the odds now. He's, I know that slipper form's good, usually, but um, he's never been one of mine. Happy to have Libertad on top in the first. Yeah, I'm two and three I'm not interested in. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to, happy to say the same, mate. I'm going to skip those. Right, race, on time. race four, Adrian Knox, sequestered, I think, should win that. Yes, uh, I've got sequestered on top, and uh, about that $2.50 mark, Betfair.com did use about the right price, mate. Race five, not interested in. Oh, jeez. That's the country championships final, mate. Take your pick. Um, I have, I've done the form for it. I'll get up who I like in um, race. He's done it pretty in depth, then. Five. I've got, <laughs> <laughs> I've got um, Bianco Villano in top, actually. So at uh, about $7.70 there, mates, in the country championships final. Right. The English size race number six. Uh, I'm leaning towards, um, as you can tell, I'm shopping value all day today because it's been very, very tough. And day one of the championships gets no easier. Mahaba for me. Um, I like the form of the Pago Pago lead up. Um, it was Pango, in, Pango. Pango, Pango. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. A Pingu, Pingu. Yeah. I, I think we're getting $21 and four forty about a horse that ran second to Shinzo. I mean, it's as good a form as you ever want. Um, happy to risk. I think Cylinder can win. Happy to risk it at two twenty-five. Brave mead for a knockout, but I'll, I'll definitely have in an early aquatic Cylinder in, of course. But Mahaba each way. Brave mead leads here from Cylinder. Basis loaded. Mahaba V eight working across them out wide. Nineteen of the last twenty-eight winners. Miles have come through that golden slipper. It's always good form. Um, and the VI size produces produced twenty-one winners in the past year. So they've done twenty-one horses have done the double. I've got Cylinder on top. Do I want to take Tullers 50? Probably not. I think Don Corleone's a better bet. I've had something Butch Cassidy at $67. This is a horse that was very good Flemington debut. Sent around at Mornington on Tuesday. Huge price. Best value in the race. Include in your multiples Butch Cassidy. Let's go to the TJs. Can spend a bit of time here um, because you and I disagree. I'm happy to risk Giga Kick. I think there are three horses that are three of the best horses in Australia. Nature Strip going for four. If you get $6 and, and even money to place about him, you'd be mad not to. There's another horse in here that could be anything that's a freak called I Wish I Win. Why are you getting $8 and $2.50 about him is beyond me. And there's another horse here down the bottom called In Secret that won a new market. 
gets in at 54 and a half here, and she, out of gate 12, is a little superstar. So why am I getting $6 and two twenty-five about her? I think all those three can win. I'd put Giga Kick in my quaddy, but I'm just going to back all the overs. Interesting. Um, if I had to rank them, I'd probably go Nature Strip, I Wish I Win. You got Nature secret. Strip on top. I, I, how can you take him on? He wins 52% of the time. Yeah, you're getting $6.80 to find out. How Putting a you, price. He's going to win four. He wins 52% of the time he wins. Like, 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 yeah, he might be done, but geez, I'm happy to. He, he plays 75% of the time he runs in the top three, and you're getting $2.10. Ridiculous. Yeah, the only thing is, and I know it was um, probably not the right setup for him, but he did beat, was well beaten by most of these last starts. So yeah, but I, has I, he had enough? I That's wish the I, question. I wish I wins probably the bet. Like the, you are the, getting a huge price for the believers' nature strip. That's yeah. that's where it's at. I mean, he's never started above four dollars forty in his whole career. He's won twenty million dollars or over twenty one twenty million dollars. Um, obviously, in secret, lofty strike. I wish I win private eye. Mizzou come through that new market. Is it the right form? Giga Kick's beaten all these before. Anyway, he's won an Everest. He ran the fastest 8.642 of the day last start. Goes up to 1,200 metres. That was against the pattern and against the bias. Um, obviously, the winner there was on speed. Passive-aggressive won the challenge. But um, she's won five of six. She can't be um, overlooked. But I've got Giga Kick on top. I think the rail and the true, bit of moisture around. Um, perfect setup for Giga Kick. And $4.80 at the moment. I think that's a silly price. It'll, it'll be shorter than that. Clearly, clearly the horse to beat for mine in the TJ Smith. I think he's going to announce himself the best sprinter in the country, if he yeah. hasn't already. Look, I'd probably put, mate, if you're having a big quaddy, include him, passive-aggressive, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that race. It's not going to be a full-stake race, though, is it? If the Everest isn't the best sprint race in the country, this is close. This is a fantastic oh, this race. Is, this, is a, this is a brilliant there, race. There's three, according to you, potentially four of the best horses in Australia in this. Yes, I yep. think Giga Kick's going to announce himself the best horse in Australia. Better than Animo. Different horses. Oh, You're comparing yeah. apples oh, to oranges. Oh, yeah, but you can't say the best in Australia. But I'll the, tell you. I'll you tell can't you. say the best in Australia. I'll tell you. He is. He if he wins this, he's the best sprinter in the world, and our our sprinters are the best in the world. So he's better than Animo on a world scale. I would say that. Yes. Righto, race nine, Australian Derby. Um, we spoke about that. Doncaster, we haven't touched on. Oh, Doncaster, Doncaster. Ah, we're, well. Just skipping over the best race and the best race for the year. Duke D. Sessa, baby. <laughs> Hopefully everyone got a price. We are praying, I think, as blowouts. Um, Zoo Gotcha, or just, sorry, Golden Mile as probably my next pick. Zoo Gotcha can. Um, maybe Fangirl can. Jeez, I can't catch Mr. Brightside. The day I go to tip him, um, he'll he'll go under. So I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think so. But I'm with Duke DeSessa. I'm just praying this is it for me. I've had a big, I've had a big go at a big price. If anyone out there is looking at barriers here and worried about a white barrier, don't. Um, Twelve out of the last twenty winners have drawn double figures. So. From the 1,600 metres, with the rail and the true starting point, no issues being wide. I think running line will be okay. Mr. Brightside won last year from barrier 18. Um, Gentleman Roy works forward, take up the running. I think Alligator Blood, Pride of Jenny, Linderman, Nugget from a wide barrier won't be far away either. I've got Duke DeSessa on top. Love the barrier trial. Um, huge X factor, upside, leading stable. They've planned this race for a few Long months, time. miles, and we're on at a big price, so we're pretty happy. 
The other one I've backed at a, a nice price is protagonist, and I've actually got him second. Um, so I've got number yeah, eight. In the quaddy for sure. Number eight, Duke DeSessa each way, number 11, protagonist. Protagonist has come out and beaten Zarek and Sunshine Rising. They came out and Quinella a, a strong race. Since then, Zarek's absolutely airborne. Um, I think that's the right form. Just got to inject some speed into this horse's legs, but softer track. They've been worried about protagonist on the firm track. He's still won um, first up. I think those two on top for me, great value. $28 Duke Decessa, $24 at the moment, Betfair and Protagonist $12.50. Happy to have those two on top. I've got... The money will come for Duke, don't you worry. I've got Mr. Bright... I think it will. I've got Mr. Brightside third from Fangirl if we're on a good track. And going global, I'll be including it at big price as well. We've done the derby. Man's always is probably main play for me, Pericles. We've done all that. Sharp and smart for you. I'm laying Pericles. Okay. Um, that's my lay. And then the last, I'm laying Parasail, and I've got Opal Ridge on top from Magic Time. Graham Begg's got another nice horse, Magic Time. Tried well down in Victoria. Picked the eyes out of this over here. Goes to a group three as well. The Arrowfield in a fortnight's time after this. But, uh, yeah, two from five there, backing them both. Two, five, one, 10, and 15. So one of the bets I want to just mention is I am having a little nibble on Lady Laguna at around 16s. And midnight in Tokyo at a hundred to one, and twenty dollars a place. Midnight in Tokyo, a small nibble at a big price. Hey, uh, break time. Come back. We'll look at Bendigo Guineas and Golden Mile on the other side of this. Best bets lays. You name it, still to come. Find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way and imagine what you could be buying instead. Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Welcome back to the Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Aylock, all thanks to Betfair. Play your way this autumn carnival by placing back and lay bets at Betfair. Imagine what you could buy instead. Hey, um, let's go to Bendigo. There's just two that we're going to touch on there, being that the main meeting was up in Sydney, as be fair to say. Seven and eight. We've got the Guineas, Bendigo Guineas, and the Golden Mile. Bendigo Guineas. Shopping, like Marble Arch, uh, has to be respected. You're getting a good price about Marble Arch at $4.80. Five dollars twenty at the moment, Betfair. Five five dollars twenty. Get better than that. Yep. Um, now the the thing that I did want to mention is a horse in here called Meridius, and Meridius, um, I like a lot. And if you go back last prep about Meridius, this horse was in behind half cabin. It wasn't beaten that far by Golden Mile and Elliptical, and it wasn't beaten that far by In Secret. Um, th- this is a lot a lot worse than, than some of those horses. I, I think Marble Arch, Meridius looks the good each way bet. Is it me to round it out? Uh, two horses here for me, Marble Arch and is it me? I think Marble Arch. Marble Arch comes through that sports bet um, series final at Packenham Miles, and that form has been outstanding. We saw yep. Dodie last night. We've seen Helix. Bel Air came through at one at Mooney Valley. Lady Dee ran fifth at a huge price the other day or sixth. Um, the form through that race has been outstanding. Um She's clearly on top for me. I think she's a really, really nice horse. And she's on top. I don't want to lose if Is It Me wins this race. I, well, I don't mind the barrier. Why? If you look, go, Is It Me, why don't you have Meridius after it beat it last start? Because inside, unlucky, now gets wide barrier, which I think favours Is It Me. I don't mind that barrier. And um, the starting price profile as well. Went in that race as favourite and arguably should have won. All right. Golden Mile. Um Nice and quick for me. I think Munamek should just be winning. I'm going to have Just Folk in there um, and maybe have a nibble there just to save. I'm not sure about the rest. Really, I think Munamek should be taking care of him, but Just Folk's not the worst, especially if it gets wetter. 
Um, I'm not going too hard. Munamek here. I think Munamek and Hita Shock should be closer in the betting, and I wouldn't be surprised if the money does come for Hita Shock. Now, they started at a similar price, and Hita Shock beat Munamek um, two starts ago, so they tie in. They might be closer in the betting come uh, jump time. Just folk, the best value in the race just needs it wet, so if there's any more rain around up at Bendigo, just folk... Um, Comes right into it, but not a huge betting race for me, mates. Right. Uh, Any have, others? Just quickly there. Oh, I'll go. Do you want me to do? Do you want me to do around the grounds here? Well, I, I like Bendigo. Just a couple of Bendigo race four number seven. I'll be having a bet. Sink for peace. Probably the best of the day. And race nine number two. Buoyant C. You know, New Zealander um, jumped out at Bendigo. Look, look needed the run and, and jumped out okay. Each way about fourteen, fifteen dollars. I might do around the grounds of my best bets because then I don't have to read them sure twice. Thing, I've got mate. one at Ascot, one at Morvettville. Sure thing. Just quickly, uh, AFL NRL, please. Yeah, we've got a multi tonight. Collingwood, Richmond. Collingwood win. Nick Dacos and Taranto, 25 disposals, which they, in their current form, they should do that. And Jamie Elliott, two goals or more. $5.10 at the moment, betfair.com.au. That's the SEN multi. We've got our same game multis. Great value there, betfair.com.au. Collingwood should win tonight with Richmond's outs. $1.42? Yep. Yep. Um, Hawthorne North. Danger game for North here. Wouldn't be surprised no, if no, Hawthorne no. get the chocolates down in Tassie. Yeah, 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 but check where it is, right? Tassie? Yeah, but no, no, hang on. This, they play in two places yes, in Tassie. Do. Right, this is at Lonnie. Yes. Right. No, no, no. No, North should take Why are they playing in Lonnie, though? That's they, well, it's Remember, North Melbourne have a Tasmanian alliance, too. These are the two Tasmanian teams. Yeah, I know. I know, yep. but isn't, isn't Hobart... Hobart... Um, There's Blundstone Arena and Utah Stadium. But Hawthorne, isn't... Which one's... Surely Utah's is Hawthorne's base, isn't it? Uh, I think it is. Maybe. Um. Anyway. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is um, it? It, well, I don't think that North Melbourne, if Hawthorne are normally good in Tasmania against any other team, but but um, North Melbourne also play well in Tassie and they're playing good footy. They are playing that. good footy coming over from uh, a couple of wins. Um, GWS $2.50 versus Carlton $1.65. I think Carlton a good value there. Yeah. $1.65. St Kilda Essendon, great game. The battle of the defence versus the attack here. St Kilda have kept their two games of two opponents to very low scores. So they're up against uh, Essendon who scored 128 and 108 in their two games. The really Ross, interesting game. Line effect, the it? showdown with Fox footy not going to the game. They couldn't be bothered with that. Um, Port Adelaide $1.40 versus Adelaide $3.40. Maybe a bit of a back to lay there for Adelaide. Yeah, they'll, they'll oh, give a side. But you couldn't pick that either way. There's, there's like showdowns. One thing I just quickly want to do, um, if I can... Is um you know showdowns? I, I say it every year. They talk a big shop, and they're like, "Oh, I try to rough each other up and all that." And then they come out and they play it like a normal game. It's not a, a the derbies in WA or derbies are way better than showdowns. That all the players talk it up like it's going to be a big thing and fiery. Try to sell it, and then they walk out and they play it like every other AFL game. It's you want pathetic. to see a bit of fire, do you? Oh, yeah, not someone said, "Oh, you want to see them hit each other." Last year, and I said, "No, you just want to see them fly the flag." And they don't. They play it like a normal game. It's a normal game. I could argue that Freo West Coast games are similar. Nah. Um, oh, Fremantle, $1.49. They need to turn their season around versus West Coast, $3. Melbourne City, probably the match of the round. Great game. I think Sydney are the best value there, $2.18. I'm happy to be on I've them. The, yeah, I think they're the, the value. Um, uh, that'll do, I think, for this round. All righty. We'll go to a break on the other side of this. We'll have our best bets, which also includes around the grounds and our lays of the day. This is the Betfair Edge. Find better odds on the footy at Betfair. Play your way. Don't forget the SEN uh, Betfair Edge Multi, which is up there too. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Play your way this autumn carnival by placing back and lay bets at Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead.
Welcome back to the Betfair Edge, wherever you may be. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. And you can play your way this autumn carnival by back and by placing back and lay bets, should I say, Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Tommy, day one of the championships. Let's get into it. I need... Actually, we'll start with... Uh, We'll start with this because it'll lead into some of my best bets. Around the grounds we go. Tommy, I've got a couple of best bets. One at Morfordville, one at Ascot. Go for it, mate. Morfordville, race three, number five, Jocelyn. Ben and JD Hayes runner. Um, drops in grade. Benchmark 70. Adelaide is equivalent of a 64 here. Uh, so um, that's my best at Morph. Then we go to Ascot. Oh, the star. This horse is a jet. Ascot, race seven, number two, live to tell. Had no right to win last start. Genuinely no right to win. Spanked the life out of him first up from a wide gate. Comes into this race. He's still getting better than even money in the gym crack. Unbelievable price. There you go. I've got a couple to keep an eye on from the trials. At Kemba Grange, race two, number seven, Believ. And race four, number two, Bunker Hut from the trials. Just keep an eye on those two, mate. All righty, let's go to our uh, let's go to our lay of the day. Righto, your lays of the day. Pericles in the Derby. I'm just questioning off a slowly run race last time whether that's the right foundation. Got walloped by these in a Vic Derby. Just concerned the others might be stronger at the 2400. So I'm laying Pericles and race ten number one Paracel. I think Wayne Essie should be much shorter in betting. Um, and should be favourite ahead of Paracel, but I, I do really like the other two there in Magic Time and Opal Ridge. Uh, race one, number one, Barber, I'm going to take on. Um, and look, why not? I'll have a little lay giga kick. I'll put my money where my mouth is. Race seven, number 10. This is got, I'm just going to come back to haunt me this. But I'm always, <laughs> you got, I've, I've got to be ballsy with them. That's the whole point of it. That's right. Giga right. kick's one of my best, mate. That's it. Well, you make for good radio. That's right. Giga kick for me, um, race seven, number 10, I think is a great bet at $4.80 at the moment. Betfair.com did a huge price. Duke DeSess, the best value on the program by a mile. You would, that's the... Mail time. Mail time. Right, I now go. Yes, sorry, mate. Um, Duke, Des- Duke DeSess, the best value on the program. Yep. Protagonist also backing those two. Sharp and smart. Looks the horse to beat in the Yells Derby. And um, Tommy Tuplay, race 10, number five. Magic time. Great value in the last in the PJ Bell. And Opal Ridge, I don't want to lose if he wins. She yeah, wins. I'm shopping a heap of value. Race eight, number eight, Duke DeSessa. We've got the big price. Oh, I think in the Derby, race nine, number two, Manzois is a good price. Um, and race six, number five, Mahaba is a massive price. I think um, the best up there is going to be race four, number three, Sequested. Will be the best at, uh, at Ranwick for me. Um, and then the other two best, of course, race three, number five, Jocelyn at Morfordville, and race seven, number two, Live to Tell. So we've got time for. Brilliant. Well played. Um, uh, did you have a best at Bendigo? Uh, Marble Arch for me. Marble Arch. Yeah, I think it'll be in the hunt. It's going to be hard to beat. Tommy, appreciate your time, buddy. We'll chat again next week. Been a pleasure, mate. Uh, that has been the Betfair Edge. You can play this way, this autumn carnival, or find better odds on footy at Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead.